0: Welcome to Zurich's Risk Insights Series on Coronavirus, What Businesses Need to Know Now. I'm Wendy Donahue from Zurich, North America, and I'm here with Al Crook, our Head of HR Business Partners and Apprenticeship. We are celebrating the start of 2021 by taking on a trending topic for businesses around the world. That topic is workforce resilience. Today, we'll look at why this concern has jumped to the forefront for 2021 and how businesses and workers can contribute to work sustainability, including by drawing from the lessons learned from COVID-19. First, Al, thank you for being here today.
1: Uh, Thanks, Wendy. It's great to be kicking off this discussion series with you today. And I'm especially excited about the workforce resilience
0: topic. Great. Uh, so let's start there. Can you tell me about workforce resilience and why this is a, a big theme for businesses as we start 2021? And and by the way, would it have been so even without COVID-19?
1: Uh, yeah, make, great question. Make no mistake, um, COVID isn't the only reason that businesses are talking about workforce resilience. Uh, this is a key topic related to the future of work even prior to the pandemic. The importance of the future work focus was already on its way for every business and in every industry, but COVID certainly has accelerated both the importance and the actions to help our workforce become more resilient and build a sustainable workplace for our employees. Many factors were driving this change, Uh, primarily it's customer's needs combined with digital transformations. Uh, The previous hierarchical structure of business was shifting to a more dynamic way of working and leading. Who is doing the work was changing, where the work was getting done is changing, and what work was getting done is also changing. All of these items have been accelerated by COVID-19. So maybe let's look at each one of those elements. Um, First, who does the work? That's greatly influenced by changing demographics. Um, And two major factors here, one, are the retirements of baby boomers and the second is the increasing diversity of our workforce. Regarding where the work is completed, the evolution to a more flexible workplace hit warp speed as we all were put through the fastest change in management process ever because of the pandemic. Uh, We had a surge of virtual work and for the most part, it is working. And then there are changes to what work is getting done. Uh, Demands of customers already were requiring faster turnaround times. And the decreasing cost and increasing availability of technology has changed what work is being done by people and what is increasingly being automated. Uh, It's been said that artificial intelligence won't replace every job, but it will change every job and profession. And that's the foundation of the future of work and the reason for both businesses and workers to be thinking about uh, employee resilience.
0: Yeah. When, when employees think about that, I know some feel a little bit of, you know, anxiety about what this means. Um, are, are there things they can do to position themselves for resilience? And are there ways that, um, you know, businesses can help? Like, for example, when we, we talk about flexibility, um, I know that's important in terms of where and when we work. We've seen, you know, a lot of change in, in, in both of those things, but uh, the need for flexibility goes beyond where you work, I think, and um, maybe you can tell us about the kind of agility that both employees and employers need in um, the near future in in the year that we're in, really.
1: Um, Most definitely, Um, as automation takes off across the world and in all industries and roles, we're really not gonna let the chips fall where they may for the employees at Zurich. We believe we have an obligation and the insights to help employees be as well positioned as possible as automation or augmentation increasingly uh, impacts jobs. What we want to do here is increase the likelihood that they'll be successfully employed uh, and help them understand how their role could be impacted. And then before it's needed, help them develop in-demand skills throughout their career to move into the future work. Um, and uh, thinking about how we at Zurich think about the future, um, it really is a more transparent process. Uh, Currently, and in the prior models of of work, there was a real lack of clarity on career progression and and how to achieve that. The new future of work and the new ways of of thinking about this is real transparent, companies sharing where they're going and what's changing in the environment, and asking employees to help them get there together. Instead of jobs and pedigrees based on uh, what degree or diploma you have, really breaking down into skills and capabilities. So when we're recruiting or fulfilling jobs, we're doing it with what people bring to the table versus what school they went to or how long they've been doing a certain role. It's really about the skills. And really at Zurich, what we've done is is used our um, cross-unit assignments and cross-training and um, little gigs and projects to create opportunities to to expose employees to this new work. Um, and this is continual. This isn't just in 2021 or 2020 because of COVID. Continuous learning, we, we know for sure uh, employees want. And we also know that companies benefit from this. And when you give them opportunities to, at their time and with their, their driving the uh, course, upskill and reskill, it'll be a win-win for everyone, preparing them for new opportunities. And, you know, in the past, I think about the way we used to think about jobs. They were very fixed and built around, you know, a role that probably never changed that much. The work just isn't that way anymore. As we talked about customer needs and automation really change what work is being done. And it's not a matter of whether a role is needed or whether a role is not needed. It's around what kind of work needs to be done right now. And when you think about the type of work that needs to be done and understand that, then we work with our employees to make sure that we have the right skills to deliver on that priority. So regardless of what skills are important today or take a priority, this trajectory affects the career and what career paths will look like. There will be more lattice movement. What I mean by that is jumping back and forth, trying things out that aren't necessarily an upward promotion. And managers play a key role in this. And at Zurich, because of the importance of the manager facilitating this this work, we've developed a manager excellence program that help managers shift away from more command and control towards being more of a coach supporting employees to develop and understand the skills they need. Many of our employees have capabilities that we don't even know about until we have those discussions. And we're really emphasizing continuous learning throughout the career. Learn, do, learn, do, repeat. Um, It's a journey that never really ends. And then I'll close with this comment on on the question. Really, at Zurich, we have a number of sustainability commitments. That topic is very important to us. Um, sustainability to the environment, uh, to the partners we do business with, our customers, and our employees. And when you think about the employee sustainability, it's how do we help people sustain and build skills so they can remain employed with us, continue to be successful, and help our customers with what they need. And the talent marketplace is one way we're doing this.
0: Yeah, um, tell, tell me a little bit more, if you would, about the Talent Marketplace. Uh, what, what is this and, and how does it work at Zurich? Yeah,
1: this is really exciting. The, the Talent Marketplace is a concept that we kicked off in early 2020, in quarter two. You can probably guess what prompted that. Um, <laughs> but at the time, because of COVID and the changing needs of our customers, we had a short-term mismatch in some areas with what people were working on and what the customers needed. So we identified the priority work, the most important work that the company had right now, um, based on the changes in the environment. And we also identified employees who we believed or we knew had those capabilities. And then we we brought them together and we talked to them about um, working on this, this more important or high priority work um, to help to fulfill the customer needs and build the skills that they needed for the future. So um, we had great success. Uh, we shifted those employees to the greatest areas of needs and um, really was a win-win. Certainly not the traditional approach of what we normally w- might do, which is we have a, an area that has a need and an area that isn't quite so high priority. The past model would have been, we. We just determine a role is not needed. So we might lay the person off or furlough them uh, and then hire someone to do the new work. What we did is we took our intelligence and commitment to employees and sorted this out with our current employees and managers and then shifted them to the most important work. If you simplify it down to the most simple ways to think about it, the talent marketplace is where the company lists available work projects, rotations and gigs, and where employees make themselves available and apply for this work. So that's really the, the fundamentals of I think about it. It's, it's really about creating something of an internal gig economy, uh, rather than taking what I would describe as a pedigree view based of someone, what degree they have, years of experience, was that designations, we take a skills-based view consistent with, as we talked about earlier, the future of work, and it really means a lot to our internal employees. It allows us to make the best use of our internal talent, leveraging the talent we have rather than going outside, and it gives these employees opportunities to grow and develop, uh, take on stretch assignments, leverage skills they may not be using in the current role, and it gives them a view of other areas in Zurich. Uh, This is a chance for them to dip their toes into what it might be to work in another function. And we put a team together early in quarter two. We home grew and home built this talent marketplace tool. It's been in place since the spring of 2020, uh, and we're iterating it. We're, We're growing it, and we're evolving it. And it's one of those things, Wendy, that is the fast path because of COVID that was coming anyway. But it's moving to how we're going to do business, and eventually will be just another way of um, business as usual for talent and development.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, how How is it different or or the same as cross training? because we've you know known of cross training, there's been some of that through through the years. How is this kind of different?
1: Well, certainly in uh, the marketplace, when you take a new assignment, you do get cross-trained. Um, it's, it's usually um, to some degree or, or, or another in a different department or applying your skills in a different area. So you do get cross-training, but it, it adds additional components. So this is really an opportunity for employees to own their own career. And at Zurich, we call that being the CEO of their own career. They get to personally express interest in an assignment um, raise their hand and say they're interested. And then they work with their managers to, um, to talk about this and work out the details and say, yes, Al has the skills and ability to quickly learn this work. Um, let's put him on this. I'm also getting cross-trained, but also you know feeling like I'm owning this. So it's not uh, someone coming and tapping me on the shoulder, um, nor is it me having no clue. Uh, I remember I mentioned the, the notion of transparency. This is making available opportunities known to everyone. And, you know, this is about employees, but it's really fundamentally a critical component of uh, healthy business development. As companies develop uh, and and need to adjust for the future of work, they need to apply a non-traditional approach to an ever-changing, the ever-changing business needs. Um, We can't solve tomorrow's problems, tomorrow's complex, exciting, dynamic, innovative problems with more traditional approaches. It's really about stepping into a new way. But like anything new, Wendy, it requires a mind shift change. And we talked about the manager. The key component is the manager. Um, This manager has to get away from thinking of people as their own talent. I own them. They're my team. The talent belongs to the company. And um, the employee works for the company. And there really has to be a give and take and flow across the organization. Um, it can't be mass chaos where people are running around individually trying to find their own jobs. But it also can't be, you know, you are now on my team and you can never go anywhere. Um, I need you and your talent. Um, we do need it to allow employees to process and work so to develop their skills and we then move the employees and the company forward. It's about better sharing and leveraging of that internal talent.
0: Is this concept feasible for smaller companies, do you think? Or do you think this is more um, something for uh, you know, larger companies like um, you know, Zurich is a sizable company. Um, so we can do these sorts of things. Can smaller companies do something similar?
1: It's a really great question. I think there are opportunities for both. If I think about the concepts of development and meeting your customers' needs, these concepts apply to both across the board, to all companies, regardless of their size. In fact, I might argue it would be easier for a small company of 25 to 30 employees to do this um, because they're closer to the customer. They can be more nimble. Um, larger companies need a platform and processes to make this pivot more quickly. Smaller companies are inherently more nimble and they can possibly pivot to this work more more quickly. The downside, of course, to a small company is their size, Um, smaller talent pool to choose from. So when you've got a small team, um, you may not have uh, the breadth of experience uh, that a company like um, a larger company would have lots and lots of talent. So it's it's really the pros and cons to both are double-edged swords. But all companies in the spirit of talent development and meeting customer needs can have people take on different assignments. Uh, employees gain that broader knowledge and exposure um, and that makes the person more valuable regardless of where they work or, or what the size of the company because he or she then understands how it all comes together and how the role impacts the customers and again, that benefits the employee and the business, and ultimately the customer that they're serving.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pivoting a little bit now, you know, uh, thinking about uh, what's important for a strong workforce, um, diversity, equity, and inclusion yeah. have really um, been recognized as vital um, to building, a, you know, a workforce that can help fuel innovation and also understand the needs of um, all of our customers and our communities. Can you share uh, maybe one way, Zurich is opening pathways for more diverse talent in um, our business?
1: Absolutely. Uh, We have, and this is another item, much like the COVID uh, pandemic, uh, brought on an urgency and an increased focus. Uh, 2020, one of the benefits of 2020 is it, really honed in on the value of diversity and and as you mentioned beyond diversity and inclusion equity and belonging so our apprentice program is what i'll talk about and we are very proud of our apprentice program um, as a way that it brings in you know a diverse set of employees when i first joined zurich six years ago i was asked to develop this program and one of the first things that we had to do as a team was really get Clear and ground on what an apprenticeship was and how it could be brought to a white collar professional services company like Zurich. So, you know, what are apprentices and what are their benefits? So, in short, an apprenticeship is um, an opportunity to bring in uh, an employee who has um, limited capabilities and skill sets related to the work within the company. And over time, uh, build those capabilities and skill sets. So you think around um, what what we might think about a traditional apprentice might be in the trades, where they you know, someone who doesn't know how to um, build a brick wall or uh, lay lay some cable or or uh, you know use electrical in a in a manufacturing facility or building a, a commercial building. They they watch someone who's very strong at this do their job. Once they've watched it happen enough. They do it under supervision and then ultimately over time they do it on their own the apprenticeship at Zurich is no different um, we combine formal learning uh, and that's on the job learning over a two-year period with um, education our, our apprentices go to school for two days a week and at the end of the two-year program uh, they have not only an associate's degree Um, They have learned about the organization. They've learned multiple um, different disciplines and types of work, and they've been exposed to uh, many elements of the organization. So that's really what the apprenticeship is. And it's a model that hasn't been used very widely in the United States, but very popularly has been used in Europe. And I'm proud to say we're changing that uh, in the United States. Um, We have been part of networks and and sharing the concepts and grown apprenticeships across the US and in the insurance industry. But it only works, Wendy, if there's a value. So why would a, a company do apprenticeships? And I'll tell you, there are many, many values. And to your question, I'll focus on just the diversity one. This is such a popular program. And it really solves a number of candidate and employee needs that we have no trouble attracting high-quality applicants to the program. And where you have a, a, a great number of applicants, uh, you find diversity. And these this diverse talent pipeline leads to diverse employee hiring. It brings in fresh new talent. It fuels innovation. And companies always need talent. So it solves the business need for, for talent. And it creates a, a special interest uh, in careers in the industry. Um, And finally, what it really does is it offers a debt-free career path to joining uh, a company. And again, if you think about the value for the apprenticeship uh, or the apprentices, they're earning an associate's degree, tuition-free, not taking on debt, uh, because Zurich pays for that two-year degree. And it's another way of moving away from pedigree-based assessments of talent and looking at the capacity to upskill talent and help people reach their full potential for their benefit and the benefit of the business.
0: Yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm a huge fan of the apprenticeship program. I love working with the apprentices at Zurich and um, I, I really commend you for your leadership on that program. Um, you know, it's it's just one of the approaches we talked about today, right? So we talked about apprenticeship, we talked about the talent marketplace, We've talked about manager excellence training and the important role managers play in helping um, create a, a brighter path um, for the future of work and one resounding theme for me of all of this is continuous learning and um, I, I think it's so important for businesses to really foster that and um, it's actually ki- kind of freeing, right? You don't have to know everything coming in the door, but right. if you have that, that quest to learn and, and develop skills, you'll always, you know, bring value. Um, and, uh, you know, all of these programs really show that there's more than one way, you know, to build a bright future of work. So, Al, I just want to thank you for your leadership on uh, workforce resilience and, um, I thank you for contributing to every listener's continuous learning today. And with that, I wish everyone here with us success and resilience in 2021 and all the years ahead.
2: Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, Wendy. Appreciate the time and best wishes to everyone.